welcome to Creative Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, the Dick Finder General. And I am here with my co-producer, John Now. And we have a very special guest in the house today. So excited to have you here. Thank you for coming. Betsy Propane. Hey. Hey. So Betsy, tell everybody about yourself. Hello. Thanks for thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> thanks um, for being here. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm a burlesque performer in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up on Long Island and I do sideshow. I'm a barber and I live in Brooklyn. And you produce shows. I'm a producer of shows. Where and when is your show? You have one like regular show, right? Yeah, I have a Betsy Propane Smoke Show at Beauty Bar on 14th Street. And it's uh, every third Monday of the month. It's a free show. Okay. And uh, all you got to do is buy a drink. Third Monday at what time? It's we're it started at ten, but I think we're gonna start doing it at nine thirty now because the L train is an asshole. So. I like early shows yeah, myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, getting old. Nine thirty is early. Wow. <laughs> for a show, it is. Oof. Oof. Why? Oh, because it feels so late for your work schedule. Yeah, I'm old. I get that. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to apologize for being so late today. So I um I am. I was late too. <laughs> you were late and I planned for your lateness, but then I was more late because I had a really hard time coming here today. Um, I am one of like 10 or 11 million people that suffers from depression and has a really hard time getting out of bed. Oh, so yeah. I apologize to both of you. You especially, Janelle, have to put up with me regularly, but sometimes I'd like... It's really hard to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to pull myself pain, together. Beds sucks. are great. Absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. seems that a um, weighted blanket is doing its job. Now I want to get a weighted blanket. You should. Wow. Damn. But I did. We talk about that on the podcast. You mentioned that you had you you. you I were did researching, get one. I did, um, and you got is that like one. The substitute body. Yeah. Feeling? Yeah, when you're <laughs> when your partner's like not very snuggly or out of town, or if you suffer from anxieties, restlessness, um, and and those types of things, and depression, um, it's supposed to help you fall asleep and stay asleep and toss Ooh. and turn less. Um, I would say that if I'm having a bout of that, I definitely like crawl right under that thing. It helps. So it's supposed to be ten percent of your body weight, oh, and I can tell you more about how, it. How's the uh, ventilation Send me though? The, link. the ventilation is not good because it has to be all on the bed yeah. in order so for it gets to give you very warm. And that's the other thing that I've been. So you've been researching a lot of the the, the weighted blankets uh-huh. on the Facebooks. I've researched. I've been researching a lot of underwear because I want my my swamp ass to be a little bit better. So, <laughs> do you uh, want like a vent down the middle? Maybe you could get some open back panties. Uh, <laughs> what do you call those? Like the long johns with the with the buttons. The button we have people yeah, that can no. commission those for you. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> I'm also trying to get a pair of bloomers like that. Actually, <laughs> oh, I got some at the Ren Fair this summer. That oh, was funny. Pretty cool. They're cute. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy with my MeUndies micromodal fabrics. Some lace fabrics. bloomers that is for very, Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm. Picturing it, that is so too gross. sexy, too sexy. So my my overshare was actually part of my segue to our dick disqualifier. So yep. we, we always talk about something that uh, if you found out about someone early on, you would stop dating them pretty much immediately. It's like your um, what do they call that? Uh, deal breaker, right? Yep. So um, I asked the internet recently if they had deal breakers, and one of them is unaddressed mental health issues. Ooh. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting yeah. because you don't usually. You don't usually find that out on a first date or a second date, which is really what traditionally the dick disqualifier is. And I don't think they yeah. will be, most people will be that open you enough to really share You don't really know it. someone you're dating until like you're a year in, I feel like. Like truly. Which is terrifying. Like, cheese doodle eating, 
hand in their pants while they sleep kind of guy or girl or whatever. Yep, that's true. I eat cheese doodles in front of someone way before. I eat wings in front of you, Mm. and that's something I really have to know someone to do. Oh, really? I feel really... Thank you. Yeah, people are (laughs) disgusted at the way I eat chicken wings, Uh, buffalo wings. I think it's pretty dainty. Not going to, like, give it away to the crowd, but... Uh, the date with, like, the sauce everywhere, though? No, I feel like you break it up. like a little bird. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's not like that... What is that episode feel- of Friends where she eats chicken wings and, like, she, like, sucks the... <laughs> yeah, so I think... But I think that's how listeners would like to imagine me eating a Bre- buffalo wing, just taking the off. whole thing in and just pulling Sucking it out. Oh, yeah, like, straight off. Yeah, which some people like do. a badass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get all the connective tissue and the veins no. and the skin. Yum. And, ugh. Yum. You sound so Filipino right now. I know. You don't, you don't waste <laughs> food. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Most cultures right. don't, but I'm that's American, true. so I just want to pick off like the, the clean meat, like. remove mm-hmm. the bones and the veins and the skin, and just eat it like Only it's not even do- an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Only we can do that with a dick. <laughs> that's kind of gross to think about, but also I feel like it ties into what we're talking about today. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So have you ever dated um, a, a crazy person of one kind or another or or someone who suffers from some mental health issue. Hmm, yeah, I mean, my last partner, he was just like a total man child and like hadn't processed a lot of things in his life. And, uh, you know, I kind of like. Your last long term partner? Not long term partner. Okay. Uh, the last guy I dated briefly over the summer. Okay. Um, but, you know, it, rather like quick exit. Trying to like get the hell out of here in three months and like figure out that this wouldn't have worked out. It's fine. And I'm glad I could say that now. But my like almost engaged partner, like we were almost engaged to be married, like performance partners. I remember that. Yeah, um, way back, like people thought we he was my husband. Mm -hmm. We called each other husband and wife. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's funny that. And just admitted that we were actually not <laughs> husband and wife. But um, we were pretty much engaged. And he decided that he wanted to break it off with me so he could be a freight train hopper and live that hobo life. Damn. Did he have the bag with the bandana on it? Um, the stick with he a, may have had blanket. a bag with a pot hanging off of it that when he <laughs> carried it, it clanked among his things. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> I actually made a glass walking routine, like one of those like runaway gals with yeah. a, like satchel over my shoulder uh-huh. and threw the glass down. And it was kind of my little like, fuck you to that situation in my yeah. life and my way of turning it into art. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my ex fiance almost is a hobo is, now. Was, he was living that hobo life for about a year and then he went down to down south to mm-hmm. live and he is now pursuing a career in professional wrestling or semi-professional <laughs> wrestling you know what he's a big dude and he was fucking greek and like hairy and i loved it and he was dark and he had that like johnny depp crybaby hair curl okay so oh i forgot to say that i'm a barber oh i think <laughs> you did oh i did yeah and that's okay so okay so he went and did that did mm-hmm. you do you think that that's because something's wrong with him <laughs> well i think that, i mean that's an unusual choice yeah he just wanted to live that off the grid life okay and in a weird unshowered kind of way were there signs of that beforehand yeah not, i mean like towards the end not the not, i mean he was always a very like 
he could be like that's a dick disqualifier. Like not showering every day for yeah. me. Like that's those are just basic fucking things. I like, think so. We had a very long conversation. Oh. <laughs> maybe to be shared. Maybe to not maybe, be shared. Maybe not <laughs> about about people that don't shower because I posted something online about how there was a bunch of really disgusting looking women on the train that mm. just clearly hadn't washed their hair in like a week. And I think it's okay not to wash your hair. You actually shouldn't wash your hair every day. Um, And I said people, I I tried to make it comical, but people took it really seriously. And so then we had a good long talk about whether or not people should shower. And I think being that we're so lucky to have clean water, it's a normal expectation in a workplace and public spaces. And when you're in close quarters with other people to Shower. I mean, you I didn't wash your my hair house, today, you but fucking shower. I feel like that's my opinion. yeah because we have access to yeah. it. So yeah, for people that have granted. access to it, but just yeah. like you know, be considerate that you're not the only person in the public space that might be, you know, walking in your cloud of skunky smells. But actually, wanna... I have been. I, there was an article that I read because you know I read lots of fun articles for this podcast that was talking about how difficult it is for women to get their men to brush their teeth oh my god uh it's really a thing they're like begging they'll break up over it because men don't want to brush their teeth they don't want to shower and we're like begging them to do these basic fucking things which is totally man in the shower yeah they could but to answer your question you asked me about my partner there definitely were signs like he was not to me, that's care. a sign of poor mental health. Yeah, yeah, and I've been, which and goes like, back I've, to our topic. Yeah, I've physical been there. and mental health too. I mean, and not just you because you can be, but hygiene's like a little bit of like a sort of imposed thing, but yeah. it's not too. So I don't know. But you're attracting so there, much germs. Like, where I don't feel like you know, like wanting to get out of bed and then showering and like wanting to. Like, Did getting... you have sex with him when he was dirty? Then no, no, no. You would refuse if he didn't shower. Yeah. Gross deal breaker. <laughs> totally. Like, and the next girl he went on to date, they were total like crust punks together. Oh yeah. And it was just like, you know, those motherfuckers ain't crust showering, punks. and like, there's orifices. Ugh. Yeah. Just don't even want to go yeah. down that road. But there was definitely like, I guess, overarching there is like a mental health thing there, like right, t- mommy issues or whatever. Like, you know. But to me, like, style is important. It's part of my brand yeah. as a person, and like looking put together and yeah. i think you can yep. agree with that and all different of kinds yeah. of put together but yeah. whatever your version of you don't have is. to have a suit and tie all the time but at least like you, you shouldn't look like you can be punk i just 100%. crust punk just, just the term weirder. is a little the word uh, crust is just something i don't <laughs> want to think about in a partner and crust like, and moist. crust and sex uh, i'd prefer there wasn't any crust in my you sex uh, totally yeah <laughs> um okay so what i wanted to talk about today is actually I read an article, and I'm sorry if you didn't see this because I'm springing it on both of you, but um, I read an article that there is a, I'm going to call him a boy, a 19-year-old boy in Alabama that is suing his ex-partner for, she's actually suing the clinic oh, that. that did an Ooh. abortion for his um, Girl, the, ex-girlfriend or girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Okay. Um, he's suing the clinic. He's actually not suing her at this time. Um, and Alabama, if you don't know this, is one of the states that has the strictest regulations for abortion clinics. And so they sort of keep imposing new regulations in order to close more clinic doors. So I don't know what the current number is, but it was like two in mm-hmm. the whole state of Alabama. And um, with Roe v. Wade, you're supposed to have access to um, abortion services in all of the United States. And so they've made it really difficult. They, some of them were like the size of the doorways. 
um, in order to close some of them. And then after uh, one of the clinics rebuilt an entire new facility to fit those regulations, then it was like the distance from like a school or a church yeah. or something like that. So they're do- really going to great lengths to try to close them. They're very religious. Obviously, they had that um, politician who was a, who was a pedophile. Yeah. Um, who still almost won. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of problems there and very religious uh, Deep South situation. And this boy is suing because he wants to, he says that he wanted the child, but he also wants to change it for future people, um, future men. And uh, mm-hmm. even just in me sharing this and saying how I feel about it, there was a couple of men that was like, this is an interesting discussion. And should men have to pay child support, even if they didn't want the child because they had sex with the person one time and the woman wants the child. So what do you think? I, don't, I mean, it. Uh, when I saw that, it did spur a lot of thought because you could really unravel the thought of the kid there that, yes, he is trying to make sure that there are other future fathers out there, uh, boyfriends, partners, and whatnot, that would want a child that that can be argued that they have a little bit of a right to be able to be in the discussion of the future of their children. It's their DNA there. If there were a future. If there were a future. So that was a... Uh, uh, but I've... It's weird because it's it's not your body. You're not carrying that for nine months. Yeah, I was going to say, months. like, are you going to carry that thing in your body for yeah. nine months and go through the, like, postpartum 100%. depression? And, like, Not even know. that. If you don't want the child, you're going to be depressed while you have it. You yeah. might not be able to take 100%. care of yourself. Um, women have to go to lots of doctor's appointments. You could lose your job uh-huh. because of that. You yeah. could not be able to work depending on your physical state um, near the end of your pregnancy or whatever. Mm. So let's say you lose your job, then you can't pay for your health insurance. You can't pay because we don't have universal health care. you get your health insurance taken away from you because your job gives it to you. Yeah. Or it doesn't cover some of the services that you need. It might not have covered birth control, which is yeah. why you got pregnant in the, in the first, first place. place. You mm-hmm. could lose your home because you can't go to work mm. and you aren't able to take care of yourself. It can really have a lot of repercussions plus the postpartum stuff and then even if you wanted to give that child to the man um, and not have anything to do with it there's an emotional bond that happens because it grew inside your body and you gave birth to it that's undeniable same as when you have an abortion there's something that happens that is horrific but the idea that you could have a child and give it and legally you'd still be responsible for half that stuff the same way that men are responsible for child support so i don't know that that's even no, it's it's rough though because you, and you might have an adult child come looking for you later, and you're like, I didn't want you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like fuck another human's life up, and then mm. mental health. The kids fucked <laughs> like, up. The par- yeah, you know. I, I mean, the the reason uh, I always love he's learning. Hasn't anyone ever he seen female know. trouble? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I love the I love all the the uh, abortion conversation because it makes you think that. It's not the it's the end. That's the end point. If you're at that clinic, if you're thinking yes. about getting an abortion, it's already too late at some point. And he tried to talk her out of it, but I my like, did they use condoms? And was she a, on birth control? Did he like stealth her? Hundred percent. And that's the thing. And w- the convert the, the education needs to happen. If it's he like, wanted a kid that bad, he could like go petri dish a, a kid. You know, well, and like down to, there like, he could adopt a child. Down there they teach abstinence, right? Oh, Which is yeah. the other problem. Yeah. So, so and and that's the that's the education that needs to happen is if you really want to have a kid and you're yeah. a man, unfortunately, you can't just bore your own child. That's just 
facts. That's just Unless biology you're talking, right? Yeah. You're not asexual. <laughs> you can't like, all right, I'm going to inseminate myself and grow this child in my body. No, you really need to have that conversation with a, part, a willing partner that would want to have a child with you and a future with right. you. So if you're just like sticking your dick into places. And we're married. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it doesn't seem that you're 100% uh, she obviously sure, wasn't on the same page because she wasn't on the same page. Here. Or if you really wanted to have that child, maybe you should, guys should have gotten married, right? I it mean, doesn't mention anything of if he asked that or not. But I mean, I think he's just like attention seeking and making point where someone's paying and he's 19, him to do like, it. Yeah. Or you know, who even gave the right oh, to no, sue no. anyone? I maybe don't know. that's he's worse. An adult, but like maybe worse. It's like there are nefarious organizations out there absolutely that using the kid to make sure, like yo. Absolutely. Adopt a kid. Christian, right? No, we're saying that are like using him to, because they're also, okay, so there's a couple other parts to this. So they're calling the um, aborted embryo, I'm going to try to use all the right words, the aborted embryo, because she she was six weeks pregnant. Um, I don't know what's the difference between an embryo and a fetus, to be honest, but someone corrected me. So the aborted embryo, they're calling baby uh, Roe, as in Roe v. Wade. Well, no, it's not cute. No. It's fucked up because it wasn't a baby. It's an embryo. And uh, we call it John Doe and Jane Doe. So it would uh, be... Yeah, my bad. It would be embryo Doe. Embryo <laughs> and, and it's because it's not a fetus. And they talk about fetus rights, which they have in Alabama, which means that the the child has a right to life, which I don't know how you have that in a country. How many where weeks, though? You have that, a, a right. Yeah. Right. And I don't and I did try to do that research in order to talk about this, um, but I wasn't able to find it. The other thing is she's not being named because she has some rights to privacy. Mm-hmm. But I read somewhere that she may have been. 16 at the time i don't know if this guy is 19 now or if he was 19 then but if if he was 19 and she was 16 where i come from in wisconsin that would be statutory rape Uh which is Mm -hmm. not probably true in alabama probably i think certain states have lower age limits so as long as you're not we talked i talked to a friend about this when we were on a trip before it's like um some states if you're not if you're not over 18 Mm -hmm. you can still like make love with a like a 16 15 year old in certain states uh-huh. or if you're like not over 21 you can still have sex with a 16 year old as young as a 16 year old which again i used to know this better but i think in wisconsin if you're over 18 you can't have sex with someone younger than 18, 18. but if you're between 16 and 18 you can have sex with anybody even younger it's, it's, i think oh. there's something it was like 16 to 18 and then yeah. 18 and above i think i mean I'm, there's always the that because i had where... a friend a younger friend who had he was like 16 and his girlfriend was 15 and that was fucked up That's too fine. no it wasn't fine. oh it wasn't fine <laughs> legally speaking it wasn't fine and her parents were really upset about it and that's the other thing is if she was under 18 in some states, I think her parents have a right to make a decision. Oh, and, th- yeah. and then there's the discussion of like, okay, so if this were to set that precedent, um, what would that mean for uh, survivors of rape or 100%. incest? Like they won't be able to get the- their child aborted or that yeah, child Yeah, the rapist aborted. would have to sign up. The rapist could say, and then they're victimized all over again. And or the idea that men would have to sign off on abortion um, in order to. So that's what, you know, we can, I think, the the question that needs to be unraveled more. So I am, you know, I might be in the minority here, but you mean, I would like some say if I did have a partner 
like you know um, wanted or not accident or not i would want to have some say in the future of my unborn child or prospective unborn so child so you hook up with someone randomly again, again so I, i'm not saying that every do case you even happen. okay have you ever contracted an sti no that sounds so horrified no (laughs) we talked about this with the modesty rose you gotta dispel the myth of it being 100 dirty okay so let's say you did would you call all of your old partners and tell them because you don't know where you got it from and also by Hmm. the way the reason why you don't know all of the ones that you carry on your dirty ass fucking penis is because america check check that my penis is not generally let me finish my thought all men's dicks are, and you carry around HPV, which infects women, and women have problems from it, but men, on your penis, you're going to have no problems. You could have problems in your throat maybe at some point down the road or whatever. But I have a sore throat right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't cause a problem for your penis, but it it can help you take it from one woman and pass it to another mm-hmm. unknowingly because you can't be tested for it because the government doesn't care and the healthcare system doesn't care about the effect it has on women's rights enough to develop things for men to test it blah, blah, blah. So keeping that in mind, you could transmit something to another woman. Would you, if you found out you had something, call every partner you had and tell them? Well, I mean. From your last test? If I were to Because be- I don't see how it's kind of different. Like if I get pregnant. I feel like that's the same thing as like similar to like picking and choosing who you wear a condom with sometimes too. Like yeah. it's it's like I had a partner once that he like he cared a lot about getting regular tests and he um he just like decided that um like he was gonna not use condoms with me because we were dating and mm-hmm. like did but you decide he, that though? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, maybe I want to be. I'm not on birth control. Yeah, and you know, I I want to have a kid. I would consider having one with you, but I think it's too soon. And it it just that whole topic too of just like men deciding whether or not they're going to use a condom. Like right. I feel like I've been in situations where like men were just ready to go, like not protected. Yeah, and that's kind of ties in and is absolutely. You know, like, did they have a discussion? I mean, I'm sure, like, it seems like this was, like, it's obvious that they didn't. For the yeah, two of it's them. obvious because, like, if, if, if they had a discussion and the, if homeboy, let's say, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He really wanted a kid. All right. If he really wanted to have a kid, of course, it seems that they didn't have a discussion because the homegirl Beforehand, wasn't. Beforehand, obviously. Yeah, because homegirl wasn't on board. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's just clear cut, um, you know, you know, clear cut way of showing that. Um, you didn't talk. You they're just kids having fun, percent. And how does that leave? I mean, that if I don't consent to have your baby, I don't think you get to no, decide. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. Again, my my thing is in the end, it's it's the female's body or the baby carrying body, right? Because what if hey, <laughs> he's working on his 20, twenty-five years, twenty-five or five, ten years from now, maybe whoever wants to carry it can carry it. I have right? a hard time with talking about female body or whatever, um, saying that it's a, a baby carrying body that isn't female. And I do understand that you could be a transgender person 100%. who still has um, working uh, female, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just. I, that's where I get a little stuck yeah. on the whole thing because I understand that that's a thing and I I respect those people's decisions, but it's like women carry children. 100%. But, or, or they don't, but 
my, my, so I guess that's my, where I get a little like with the millennial speak. So again, <laughs> the thing that the reason why I never really thought about it too deeply because you know I know myself I'm never gonna be in a situation where that's that's gonna be the case because for me you know I'm open I I would want to have a kid I'm not just gonna impregnate you stealthily you know we're gonna talk about it we're gonna be ready for but it. but you could impregnate yeah. someone when you don't mean to hundred yeah. percent and that no but that's the thing too even and they could not tell you and what's wrong with like if you're never gonna see that person again you had your two again, night stand and moved on hundred percent you're one hundred percent again it, it would actually is bliss. be it, it is bliss because if she told you and told you that she did that you're you're gonna be upset and you're gonna go through a whole thing whereas you never maybe, knew maybe. and you don't really fucking need to know and, in that but my question is that my question is so there are certain things that it's just one person's decision that they have to do despite the ingredients of that decision sure. ha- is more than one person if that will be either the legal case or the social zeitgeist case i'll have to accept that because I don't, i'm never gonna be I'm, I'm knock on wood i don't think i'm gonna be in that situation where I will have an unwanted pregnancy because I do have like a certain rule. I'm not going to stick my thing someplace. This is why that I don't I've, have sex. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not like an abstinence religion thing. I'm just like, eh, keep it simple. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, fuck look, yourself. And <laughs> you're going to see somebody like, oh my God, out. <laughs> this, this is not either. This is not wifeable. Then why go through the chances this of disease why, like, or whatever? Yeah. So, but again, that's a very, very personal decision for me. But there will be a lot of, of, of instances where what if you know what what if it is like a husband and wife thing or a long term boyfriend and girlfriend thing and just one one decided that is like holy shit um uh, I'm not ready I'm gonna abort this kid what is what what if it's worse what if it's the other side like if they did win so right now uh, if the, you lost me you're not making any sense if right now uh what if that boy wins his case that he he had a right uh over his girlfriend's abortion right that's so what if the future is like nope i'm not ready for this kid you have to abort your kid sure that's scary too right or then you're taking on all rights um of child support the other problem is you can't test for paternity while it's a an embryo so oh. you you couldn't even prove that anyway. And how are you going to tell me what I have to do with my body when you can't even fucking prove 100%. that any of your fucking DNA is in there? Yeah. yeah. Let's not fuck people I, randomly, guys. I have a Sorry. question. <laughs> is is like is it subjective to the state too? Like, could they rule with religious thought? Like, yes, this man has well, you know the way technically that, no religion in law, but yeah, right. I mean they can decide in it's Alabama, influence. and then it can go to the Supreme Court, and they can right. decide. And obviously, we have more conservative Supreme Court justices now than yeah. before. And one of them just said he doesn't believe in precedence either, which is also a problem. So there's like, there's so many problems with it. And and in New York, we just made a new law where you can have full term abortions. And I have a friend that has a really big problem with that. And she's like, they're talking about murdering full term babies that could would be viable outside of the uterus. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe not, because laws have to be really clear, right? Laws don't have gray area. Mm-hmm. So it either has to be that abortion's legal or it's illegal. And you can't say, well, it's legal in these terms. We've given like an amount of time in some states, but not... Um, there could be an amendment to the law, right? Uh, or- kind of. Um, you know, they could... Kind of. But so same thing with this. If they give him that leeway, then other people can apply it to their case. And that's sort of just how laws work. Yeah. So it's really dangerous territory, as are all of those There's regulations. There's so much link of, like, uh, to, of abor- to abortion with the head and the heart. And like, you can't yeah. like, you just... 
like logically. Nobody does it because they want to. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, and I'm glad that the conversation is, you know, very vast and deep with regards to that particular act. But again, that's once you're in that situation, there's so many things have gone wrong already mm. right so okay. let me let me share so at 18 i tried to have my tubes tied the doctor said no they wouldn't do it i was on the pill but the pill like fucks you up first of all and the pill can causes you untie it though cancer not usually no okay. they, um and the um the pill causes a lot of health issues for women as mm. well and then when i was a little older i tried to have them tied again and they said no i tried to get the hpv shot but when I was under 26, which prevents HPV, a doctor wouldn't give it to me. I tried to get an IUD at 18 and again at whatever age that was, early 20s, and doctors wouldn't give it to me because at the time they were only giving it to women who had already had children because it puts you at greater risk for uterus perforation, which could cause me to not be able to have children. And in both instances, they were like, well, you might want to have children someday. Yeah. And I said, no, I don't want to have children any day ever and so i don't care please wow. i would like the thing if you want me to sign something and they didn't let me wow and then when i was around 25 i went on accutane which is a very serious acne medication that causes horrific birth defects and i had to fill out a lot of paperwork and be on two forms of birth control and they would pregnancy test you every month before you could get your prescription you had 24 hours to get your prescription after or maybe it was three days 24 hours to check in online answer all the questions that you understand how to take it and all that and it's to prevent babies being born with horrific defects. I don't know that they did that with men that were taking the same medication. Accutane? Accutane, yeah. Um, and I would be very curious to know that. Um, I understand that there are safety regulations, but being that I was never planning on having a child, I really don't think it's right that I had to take more chemicals into my body in order to be on that. And I had to do that because I wouldn't, I wasn't granted the IUD, right? And all along that time, I was having sex and I usually used condoms as well. But I had men that wanted to take the condoms off, to your point, mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, you're on the pill or whatever. I don't trust the fucking pill. Yeah. And I don't trust your dirty ass with a fucking condom either, because people are stealthy and shitty. Yeah. And um, although trust is an important part of a relationship, everything goes differently if you get knocked up. You know what I mean? And so I just wanted all of the protection. And she could have done all of those things. Let's say a woman does all of those things and still gets pregnant. That's like you did everything you could do. And I said the same thing to yeah. my parents who are like pro-lifers when they started questioning me about it as a young woman. And I'm like, I'm never going to have a child. I'm going to great lengths. And if I am to get pregnant, like I should be able to have a safe abortion and make that choice for myself. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how anyone cannot believe that. And going I, to full term like is like for people with health issues or the child would have health issues or, you know. Yeah, I think people like, you know, as you know, the Hippocratic Oath kind of alludes to is like, you know, do no harm does not extend. They're, they're not, we don't trust ourselves to. Like, if you say at 19, 20, 25, 30, 30, you could always still change your mind. It's not, but that's, it's that's not their choice. That's true. Again, but. And that's the thing. Hmm. It's not their choice. And they didn't give me that decision over my own body. You know, I can't make an, a similar analogy for men because one doesn't exist. And plus, yeah. women's health care doesn't cover birth control in many instances. It's not over the counter. You know, and if it's condoms, then you're asking the other person to do that, which is OK in a good relationship. But people have a lot of bad relationships. The same thing with having to have the 
the male sperm donor sign off, I refuse to say father, a sign off on an abortion would be then you could be in an abusive relationship. 100%. And, have, totally, and that yeah. person could like force you and you and your baby would be, a, I mean, there's so many instances I could come up with where it would be like a horrific idea. And so Especially I just think- in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> it's your cousin's Fuck. child. Yeah. So I just think it's really important that people know about this, yeah. think about it, talk about it with their partners. But also I think we need to rally around this situation because it's really important for the future because i think women in america are so close to being like a handmaid's tale situation because basically they were treating my body as a baby factory and if men get a right to that then we all become baby factories to like breed yeah Yeah. and there's so much more to women we've run the shit in so many ways (laughs) than being a baby factory i watching the handmaid's tale like it's terrifying it's terrifying it was like it was an amazing show overall, yeah. like the concept and everything. But like thinking about how that really is some people's fucking lives. Like in this country, we're fortunate enough where we live in a pretty liberal state. And yeah, but we're in a blue bubble. Yeah. So thankfully, yeah, it's just fuck. You know, we got to bring that. We need to talk about things like this more and like. Absolutely. And not just te- teach abstinence and make things more available and, and educate people about their bodies and how it works and yeah. all of that stuff. Well, abstinence is just tied. Sorry to interrupt you, but no. like to, it's tied to religion again. And Absolutely. Like- we have our president on TV talking about how they just like kill the baby. And, and do all this thing at like nine months or whatever. And it's like, that's not true. That's not how it works. And like, you know, it's just crazy to me. But that's, we also like we really need to emphasize the fact that don't do relationships, especially physically intimate ones, are very, very important. Don't take things lightly. You might, yeah, we, we want you to go out on we dates. We have a podcast called Parade, Parade of Dicks. Go yeah. on dates, have fun. <laughs> but again, you know, the the less you know about the person, you know, proportionately the increase in security that you need to Don't do for yourself. Ever. No. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. To use condoms and How, take care of yourself. There's also so many other fun things that are very, very intimate that will both get, get you off. licked and yeah. don't worry about it. Mutual jobs. Mutual masturbation. We're big fans of Annalingus here. So, you know, each each other's butts. 69. 69. There's so 2019. Many, there's so many fun things that, you know, people old and young alike can do. Are still you can also, pee on John L. That's, oh. you, know, you need my consent first. And that's like that's a fourteenth date kind of thing. I said, "Oh, like I was interested in that." I'm that's not. <laughs> that's not a. Like third I just want to correct you. Like, let's oh. be clear. Let's read you your oh, so it's more appropriate. Oh, uh, I love how I was quiet for the serious discussion, and yeah. now like I'm the the, yeah. the clown yeah. in the room. So. <laughs> that's okay. You, mean, you don't have to just keep sticking your thing in things to be happy. There's so many other things that you could enjoy doing safely. Uh, like putting your thing on things dude, dude, dude. but see we kidding. we could be all fucking freely if we just like had safe sex and had uncomfortable exactly. conversations let women get birth control men could get all their viagra and 100%. everybody could be fucking and, all the time and if we have better health care even if you did get some infections you know maybe by accident or maybe just like a weird strain you'll be taken care of but well, right now it's well, not no, because we use so many antibacterial things and people don't take their antibiotics. So we're actually coming up with super strains of gonorrhea. Go. Women can die from yeast infection at this point. And what's the other one? Syphilis. Syphilis will be back soon, too, because Ugh. we can't make... <laughs> oh, you know, syphilis, syphilis will be back. You know, whatever. Comeback. Just so you yeah. know. But that's the thing. Causes it's like, incontinence. It's, it, it's sad sexy. that, you know... <laughs> 
it's sad that one of my criteria why I, I mean I if I could I would but I haven't really done the first date bang in a mm. very very long time I'm usually averaging around three and a half fourth date now okay um it's funny that you keep notes like on a spreadsheet yeah, I want to I want to improve my my game mm-hmm. um but the thing is maybe don't call it a game yeah my skills but the thing is that that's the the scary part is like the lifestyle one of one, <laughs> one of the, not video games <laughs> he wants to really what he wants to do is lower the dollar investment he has to put into <laughs> into getting laid yeah again no it's not about lowering or increasing just, i want to make it worth it you know i don't want to make life worth just going out for but the, the thing i was like we're run by fear and even in a good situation where I don't want to be intimate with somebody that I yeah. don't know a lot about, a big part of it because like I don't know where you've been, girl. Absolutely, <laughs> well, run by dating a, is run yeah. ran by fear. Like, but I that's feel not like a fun. That's not a fun life to live. If however we're all just fearful scared. you are, I can guarantee the woman is like exponentially t- scared. Yeah. I I totally agree and I'm one hundred percent behind that. But it's not a good life to live if you're just walking around scared of what's going to be around the corner it's like oh is your friend gonna you know, screw you over is your job gonna fire you is absolutely this it's, like, it's it's rough it would be nice to just have a space especially if you have it with a partner you wish that, you had a safe space 100 <laughs> percent. well i do have a safe space with my with my lovely cat whiskey but you know the cat can do only you, do so much do you fear often that someone's going to that someone is intimidating in a situation and could kill you often no, I don't actually have zero fear of dying. Like, if someone walks behind you on the street, do you think that you might get jumped and murdered? No, I, I don't. I don't get do scared. Do you fear that people are going to rape you walking down the street? So I, I do have a, a fear of being raped, just in case if like it get thrown into prison walking or something like street? that. But like you're walking down the street, I just you know, mean like this. Like women, if we're in like a train car with one other person, you kind of like side eye that person. Because you have to, You can't sleep. You take, can't take he, naps on trains. He could rob you. He could rape you. He could murder wow. you. Same walking down the street. Definitely same when you go home with someone. It's scary. I was thinking about what we talked about in the other episode. You like to um, bring women back to your apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, so if there's any hanky panky ha- happening, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Know. And I was thinking that when I was single, I liked going to men's apartments so you more. Don't, you don't want them to know where you live. Well, there's that, but also I can leave. And you, there's certainly situations where you couldn't leave, but I don't. Some people linger, right? <laughs> and maybe you don't want yeah. them to linger, or if it's a bad situation, you can just get out you don't have to worry about trying to get out someone who's bigger and stronger than you are sure and that's the reality of being a woman and that's what when we talk about all this stuff i mean one of the few things that we have a right over right now is like our uterus (laughs) which is ridiculous it's an internal organ so it's just an absurd thing to think about and talk about but that's why i I thought it was important to share and a a good topic for us so anyway i know it wasn't as funny and uplifting (laughs) but um important nonetheless so thank you for uh entertaining me and thank you all for listening please tell us what you think (laughs) follow that might be a can of worms follow betsy go to beauty bar ig Oh, my Instagram yeah. is Miss Propane. And uh, also Betsy the Barber. And um, you can find me on Facebook. My and if you want to get haircuts, it's in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I work at the Stepping Razor Barbershop in Bushwick. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Morgan L. Trains. Perfect. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.